0: Broadcast Network After Buzz TV. Over twenty million weekly downloads in over one hundred and fifty countries and your number one source for after show entertainment. Johnson. Oh my god this song is so perfect.
1: <laughs> so let's just listen to it. It's so good. So really good. I love this. Hi guys. We've been literally we've been waiting to use that song forever. Um, it's perfectly fitting for tonight's episode. It is called Diamonds Are Forever. Season one, episode 13 of Forever. Welcome to the Afterbus TV after show. I am your host, Kate Aquilano, joined by my lovely co-host, Tegarat. Hi, everyone. And we have a very special guest calling into the show. The writer of tonight's episode, Janet Lynn, is here talking to us. Hi, Janet. Hello, ladies. Thanks uh-huh. so much for joining us. Thank you so much for having me on. Of course, well, we always like to kind of pick the brain of the writer because you guys are kind of the heart of the sh- kind of you <laughs> guys are the heart of the show. Um, so we're just gonna dig right into it. Uh, I want to know how you got involved with the show in the first place.
2: Oh my goodness! Um, well, you read a, a billion pilots during pilot seasons, which is or uh, during the pickup season, which is in May. Uh, It's called Staffing Season, and you choose the ones you like, and you talk to your agents, and you try to get meetings on those shows. And I just happened to get a meeting on this show, and I loved it. And it was, you know, I went in to meet with Matt. happened very quickly. They offered me the job in the evening, and then we were in the room like a week later.
1: Oh, my gosh. Nice. Had you ever worked with
2: Matt before? I actually haven't. I met him for the first time on this show. Uh, we, um, he actually
1: was in studio and we talked to him for a whole episode and he was amazing. So I'm sure it's awesome working with
3: him. Such a great guy. Yeah.
2: He's a great guy. Uh,
3: Now, every episode is so intricate. Every detail, how, walk (laughs) us through the writing process. How do you guys write an episode? Um, you know, it's
2: funny. You call it the writing process, but it really is sort of like a, a top, like it's, it's a talking process like <laughs> we all get together in this yes yeah, it's, it's like much more about like we just sit around in a big room with lots and lots of snacks and lots and lots of time mm,
3: sounds like and, a great
2: time it's actually ideal but then you get really fat yeah. but um we, we call it like a writer's weight like you just put it on during the season because you're just like sitting the, eating the, the freshman talking. 15 yeah <laughs> but um we basically um we talk. We talk through the whole episode, beat by beat, like as a group. We talk through each scene, each character beat, each thought, like every every bit of science. And um, we basically talk through the whole thing, and only then do we send it off with one writer to write an outline, and then eventually write a script. So it's actually a really collaborative, really fun thing. And Matt Miller calls it uh, jazzing on an episode. Like we just we just sit around and like
3: you I know, love it. I just do like throw that. out ideas. How long does that take from start to finish? Oh, my goodness. Um, It it depends how much time you have. Like, you know, (laughs)
2: later in the season, you start to lose, you you run out of time, and everything gets, like, crunched. But um, early on, I would say, like, um, you know, we would take maybe two weeks in the room to talk about something Mm -hmm. um, from start to finish, like, from just, like, the inception of an idea all the way to um, You know, taking it, what we call taking it off the board, like, mm-hmm. you know, actually erasing the board and having all the beats that we need. Um And then, you know, you take a couple weeks to write an outline, maybe a week or two to write a script. The script actually okay. is the least of it. <laughs> you know, everything yeah, else, yeah. like the, the legwork is done at that point. Yeah, you've already come up
1: with kind of like the major points and... How, you know, mm-hmm. I always find it interesting how like the, you, the murderer, the killer, you see them on screen for like a second here. <laughs> it's like, wait, who is that guy? I feel like he should be more important in this story
2: and he's going to come up later. Okay, oh, can I, can I ask you guys, you guys, did you guys, did you guys see, um, Hank Dunn as the killer? Like did you see him uh, coming or were you like, I'm, okay, him? I'm
1: going to give you, a, a little explanation because I watch a lot of these like procedural cop a lot, shows. Like that's yeah. like my, oh my thing. God. I love these shows, and so <laughs> I am. Re- I've become very good at picking out the killer. And I knew it I was
2: a bloodhound.
1: <laughs> I knew it was done probably like halfway through. Uh-huh. Yeah, she called it. Well, he was just a little sketchy. I was a little every time like Henry would you know be like um no it's this guy he'd be like. Uh-huh. Oh, like kind of like, darn it! They're like figuring Onto it me. out. Yeah. To me. So I was like, I turned to Pega and I was like, "He is dirty. He is a dirty cop. I don't know how he's a dirty cop, but I don't like him." Yeah,
3: I had no idea. So on my end, I didn't pick up on it at all. So. Uh,
1: yeah, I have a pretty okay. good record, okay. though. Yeah,
3: yeah, you do. But You've okay, been like, right almost good every time. That's pretty. That's pretty good. Yeah,
1: <laughs> it's, it's. I'm telling you, it's good. usually done. Was a little and more involved but it's usually like the guy that's kind of insignificant until like the till about minute marker 45 yeah. and then you're like boom, uh, <laughs>
2: boom. yeah I, love it. I, worked, I actually wrote on bones for five years so like I know this like yeah I, I feel like I could see it too and I was a little worried about that we're trying to hide him by making him sort of um giving him a little like flirtation with Joe we were like oh maybe people will think that he's the he's gonna be a love interest yeah. and that we're introducing a love interest so they'll like Keep their eyes off those people. Right. Well, see,
1: Pega yeah. here wants Joe <laughs> and Henry to get together, and she even when when I, I just, think uh, <laughs> see right. She's I like you are having mean, a moment, but uh, when, in the room. <laughs> when they were in the crime or in the jewelry store, Henry goes, uh, you know, I think he. Likes you basically by like he touched <laughs> his hair and he touched your arm. Do you was Henry
3: a little jealous? Yeah, I was asking if he was jealous.
2: I, you know what? It's funny because I would, I would, you know, we're, we're trying to figure out a good balance and Matt doesn't want him to play jealous. I think he really, really wants to keep it like they are very, very good at friends and they aren't jealous of one another. And that's eventually, I think, what's going to bring them together that they, that they can care about each other in that way, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, but, that makes um, her happy. <laughs> but, yeah. yeah, I shouldn't even say anything. I'm, like, I was getting on the, like, talking to other people outside of the room. Like, I always get really nervous. I'm like, oh, what am I allowed to say? And Who?
0: What am I, am I about to
1: reveal? Uh, we won't tell anyone. And our viewers, just somehow. <laughs> yeah, just, keep, this, keep this between us. Our little secret. Um, mm-hmm. What I did like about tonight's episode is there was much more Detective Hanson. Before we went live, yeah. we were all saying how mm. much we love that character, how much we love mm-hmm. Donnie. You, I know mm-hmm. you you don't write every episode, but you obviously contribute to m- all the episodes. Will we mm-hmm. see more Hanson in the future?
2: Absolutely, okay, he's good. like a favorite in the room, and and you know Matt really loves him. Everyone loves Donnie as a person, right? Um, so, and that definitely helps. Then we really want to give him good stuff. And uh, it's funny because there's certain characters that uh, Matt Miller and certain certain like certain writers sort of take on. Different characters, like they speak in their voice really well. Like we, uh, one of our writers, uh, Chris Spiedak is always, um, pitching, um, Lucas jokes. Like he just, he can't uh. stop. And that, you know, like when he talks, he, he talks Abe, you know? Yeah. And, and, you know, he, lo- he also loves, um, he also loves, uh, uh, Hanson. He just likes Hanson. <laughs> and I love, I him. do love
3: Lucas so. too that little scene in the street. Whoever has those little one-liners of Lucas, whoever writes those, bravo. I mean, I... It gets us every time. Stomach hurts from laughing. I mean, he's so great. We definitely need more that. I'll give him
2: some props tomorrow. Yeah, he actually comes in to rewrite all of us, I think, like... (laughs) So, like see those little handsome jokes. He like lives for handsome jokes. If he could, he would write like monologues, like complete monologues every well, episode. I don't know yeah. if you
1: know, but we've been campaigning ever since we interviewed Donnie. We've been campaigning to get him to sing on the show because apparently he was oh. in a band. And so we created yes. a hashtag: "Get Donnie to Sing." Yes, we need Still, to make We that. campaigned to Matt Miller. He said he'd look into it. He was I'm just actually actually really for it. If you bring that up in the writers' room, we wouldn't hate you for like it. Like a
2: karaoke. Scene. We literally were talking about that today. No way. Nice. We should say that we were talking about that today. And yes. Yeah, I, I'm not gonna. I can't spoil anything because <laughs> I don't know what's gonna happen. Like we're we're so early on in the process in some of these stories, but I'll yeah. definitely like we We know we really want to hear it too. Okay,
0: good. would if
3: that actually happened? It's like we kind of had something to do I with know. That. I love it. I love it. So <laughs> I love
0: it. We have a question from the chat roll for you. Ooh, because we're live on okay. YouTube. Uh, Sansei77 says, this, uh, can you give us insight on the emotional and psychological things that motivate Henry's nemesis besides him being immortal?
1: Ooh, Adam.
2: Deep. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Deep. <laughs> um, that's, you know what? I, I feel like I cannot uh, you know, watch. All I can say is watch next week's episode okay. um, because it's going to reveal a huge. Uh, there's going to be a huge reveal about his motivation.
1: Okay.
2: Um. Uh. And and I. That's all I can say. But yeah, we have thought about it. I feel like if I again, I, I'm if Matt Miller is listening to this, I'm going like, <laughs> to lose my job tomorrow. <laughs> Don't
1: so, me, okay. Yeah, that's a good little week. tease. Watch. It, we did see in the promo for for next week's episode. He like acts act. I can't talk. Asks to see Abe, and I'm like, "What Why? is Adam yes. up to?" i not yes. go near That's, Abe. That has
3: a huge reveal. Yeah, I'm so protective Ooh, just... of Abe.
2: I uh-huh. don't want anybody to come. No, near. What,
1: nothing should happen to Abe ever. Yeah, only good things.
2: It's it's not what you think. The reveal is not what you think. It's super interesting. So oh, I think gosh. that yeah, I'm, I'm intrigued. Just it up that way. All right.
1: Well, I know you can't reveal like too much, too much. But is there any uh-huh. other teases you can give us besides
3: two awesome roles being played by
1: by Kate Kate and, I. and Peg? Um, what else can you? Te- no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> We're like, what <laughs> roles can Janet write for us? <laughs> Henry's oh. love
3: interest.
1: <laughs> I mean, we would we would gladly volunteer for that. Lucas's <laughs> love.
3: <laughs> we can. We can. Um, We're not kidding, but we can. <laughs> okay, let me see if I can. I'm just going to
2: say it, and if I if I have to have a job tomorrow, I'll be lucky. But um, I'll say the one thing I feel like I can reveal is that um, our dominatrix will come back. Hillary!
3: Oh, Hillary
1: Burton, she called into the show. She was
2: yes. awesome. I thought Love her that.
1: and Henry... Well, Yohan really had great chemistry on screen. Mm
2: -hmm. Oh, that's Mm -hmm. exciting! Yeah, we we saw it too. So yes, love that.
1: that. I know that there were when we talked to her. Tons of Hillary Burton fans were tweeting us like all over Twitter. So I'm sure they'll be happy to hear that. I'm so excited. (laughs) Uh, Well, I know that you're from the West Coast. Do you ever make it out to the set um, in New
2: York? Yes actually, um yeah, I went for my first episode, this second one actually had a family emergency, so I couldn't go back well, but most the, almost every episode has a writer there. I happen to have an excellent director, John Kretschmer, who's also our producing director, so that yes. was like I think he can take care of things on set, <laughs> um, he can but handle it. <laughs> he, he can handle stuff <laughs> <laughs> like, but um but like with especially when there are um like, every episode has a writer out there sort of overseeing that episode, mm-hmm. being on set. Because a lot of stuff is like, you know, there are a lot of questions on set. And there. it's also, you know, kind of fun for us to just connect with the other side. Mm-hmm. Um, to see the actors, see their real personalities, and see if we can kind of work some of their skills and personalities kind of into the characters. Stuff like that.
3: Does anything ever get rewritten on the spot on set? Like something that just doesn't oh, work? Oh,
2: yeah. Yeah, that's another reason we're there. I would say less than like a, um, you know, like a comedy in front of a, a comedy in front right. of a, a, like a four camera comedy. Uh-huh. Um, it, it's not like that. It's not like a multi cam comedy where, you know, there are like five writers on set and they're just pitching jokes, but a lot of stuff gets changed the day before, the day of, wow. even during to make, make production easier or to make sense of things or to make sense of a new space, you know. There are
1: a lot of. Very interesting. Awesome. Very cool. Well, Janet, thanks so much for joining us when you, uh I know you can trip again, you contribute to all, but when you write uh another episode, we'd love to talk to you because this is awesome to kind of hear that
2: side love of it. the show. Uh Thank you so much for having me yep. and I will, uh I will make sure that the room knows that you want to hear Donnie sing. Thank I, you. I would love to hear Donnie sing too.
3: Hashtag <laughs> that would be get awesome. Donnie to we sing. We have so many fans that are behind yes. that. It's incredible. Yes. So yeah, definitely let the writer's room know that, uh, we are on board.
2: Okay. Thank you so much for having Thank me and you. How, you guys have a great night. You See too. Bye,
1: Janet. Oh my God. If that happens, like it started here. here. At AfterBuzz. We talked to Donnie. Was it the first? No, it was like maybe the third episode. Third episode in. We talked to Donnie, found out he was a lead singer of a band back in the day. And then we started We threw this it campaign. out there. We just like loosely threw we the hashtag out there. It. We just tossed it out. And like, it's in it's the gonna writers happen. Room. Oh my gosh. I I'm stoked.
3: stoked. I'm, so, I'm so happy. I'm stoked.
1: All right. We'll keep, we'll Can keep I put you like, that that I'm just kidding. Be like,
3: like co-writer, I, writer um. of,
1: wrote <laughs> Donnie singing on forever. That um, that would oh be awesome. Oh my gosh. But, uh, let's get into tonight's episode, which yes. you just heard from the writer. Again, it was called Diamonds Are Forever because it's a, it was about diamonds. Diamonds? Um, there's a robbery at a diamond store. Yeah. He sells a lot of diamonds. He does, a whole bag. A lot. Mm -hmm. And then he like weirdly hits the camera after, but we'll get into that. Yeah, which I was like, when I I first saw this scene, I was like, What are you doing? You're like showing off and then destroying the camera. Yeah. Um, so then it goes to you gotta like bring Abe into the episode, of course. So it goes to the antique store. And and his
3: tang horses. His horse is
1: missing. And then Henry's like, dude, that was a fake. Yeah. And he's like, No, I know, I know it was here. And he's like, "The dust is this way, so it was grabbed this way by a man this tall. Four and a half feet tall, which could be anybody. God, I love him. He can complain about anything, and I would still love I him. I just
3: love how, like, distraught he got over that. Like, he was really upset. He's really, like, he's attached to that yeah, horse. and he wouldn't let it go.
1: Gosh. Yeah. Um. And then it flashes to a guy running and knocking on a door. A door. Which, a door. But then we realize it's... Martinez's door right and then he's not there you know that he's
0: Troubles gonna be happenin'. he's gonna
1: be the one that's uh not living in the next yeah. scene um and we go next scene is the crime scene and she's like having her cup of coffee from you know her local coffee shop because she
3: can walk there she can
1: walk there it ha- the murder scene is right down the street from her house yeah so she doesn't know it's connected to her yet because when she opened the door he wasn't there right well, uh, you know, she will eventually, uh, because when they give him the body back to the morgue, there's paint chips in his knuckle right. and we were both like red door, red door. Duh. They'll get Which to it. Which it took
3: eventually. them forever to, forever <laughs> to no figure out that it wasn't from a car. It wasn't from the berries. It wasn't from a fire hydrant. It was the door, the door. We'll get there.
1: Um, and then Morgan also discovers that this guy has tons of injuries, mm-hmm. like, tons of broken bones. He actually had a gunshot. Something was, like, torn. Something because, like, when cops put his hands behind his back, something tore in his shoulders. Lots of injuries. He's had a rough life. Right. Um, And then they get the uh, fingerprints back, and it's Aaron Brown. He's 28, Mm -hmm. and Hansen confirms he's had a rough life. Yep. Um, He was in trouble with the law before. He was on parole when he died. Yes. And they open his file and who's the D.A. attorney?
3: Sean Moore. Joe's late husband. Yeah. And you can just see it in her face. <sighs> I can't that imagine. E- this was going to be a hard case for her
1: to do because yeah. it had, you know, it brings up all these feelings. And throughout the episode, you
3: realize she really hasn't dealt with his death. She really hasn't. I mean, we at least we didn't see whatever she did, you know. Yeah. In her personal time. But, yeah, I don't think she's ever dealt with it. And to go back and, like, watch those yeah. tapes of him and sit there and.
1: Yeah. Because, like, uh, she es- escapes that going to work. Mm-hmm. And this is work with, you know, she, now she's at work and it's coming back to her. She can't get away from it. Um, oh. So it, it's been, a, it's going to be a rough Case for her, and yeah. Hansen is so cute he's the way so he's comforting her. Like, I'll help out with she's like with paperwork, yeah, because he can see that it's really tearing Affecting her apart. Uh huh. He's so cute, he really
3: is. In this episode, he really took like that brotherly, yeah, fatherly, even
1: like, yeah, big care brother, it. like, yeah, take care of yourself kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and then we head to the morgue, back to the morgue where uh, Morgan and Joe are interviewing. Aaron's wife, right. the victim's wife. And she basically tells them he turned his life around. He was taking our, their son to, son or daughter, I'm not sure, their kid to the zoo the next day. Mm-hmm. He wasn't this criminal that he was on paper. Right. He was trying and, to turn his life around. Yeah, and um Morgan kind of believed her, and Joe was like, you know, I've been in this business way too long. Criminals are criminals. And I think... Uh, what she finds out later, what Sean did for him, that it'll affect her in future cases. Like, you kind of have to see the best in people.
3: Yep. And that leads us back to a flashback later mm -hmm. on, right, Henry? Well,
1: actually, the next scene is a flashback when he's in jail. And I didn't, like we said, we didn't quite get the connection with the flashback. I guess it was
3: just starting what we were going to see later on. So this... Was it the the priest? Uh,
1: yeah, so he's, like, transferred from the asylum. I think it's basically following that storyline of one of, you know, he comes back from, like, this curse happening on the yeah. ship, tells his wife that yeah. he can't die. die. She thinks he's crazy. Yeah,
3: goes to the she asylum. She puts him in an
1: asylum. Then he's transferred to a jail. And then the at first you think it's a priest visiting him, but then right. it's his cellmate. Right. Because you see the shackles on yeah. his feet. So you're like, what's going on there? Yeah. Um, so that's just like the start of, of what we're going to see in the flashbacks. Um, then we go and have a... Uh, this is like the important scene where it it turned for me, where I was like, I know who it is. Because they go to the jewelry store. Uh, and he reenacts. And they, they you know... It's, it's killers can be the ones that are on the screen for just a little bit, like I said. So yeah. there was a slight, like, Mr. Fleishman was the jewelry Phil store Fleischman. jewelry store. owner, yes. and I was like, okay, he's like an insignificant role right now, but it could turn maybe him, but then we meet Detective Dunn, and Joe knows him from the academy. Uh-huh. He just rubbed me the wrong way. Like, where has he been this whole time? Exactly. You know? Exactly. Like, is he, is he in well, the, the department? Well, he's in a different department. Okay. He's in robbery. They're in homicide. All right. Are like major crimes, and they're an homicide. There's been other robberies, haven't there? Like, I mean, there's more than one okay, major crime okay, that's detective, true. but that's I, true. Get, okay. I get your point. You
3: know what I mean? Like,
1: he just shows up. Exactly. Stirred that's trouble. why I was like, he's, he's not. Yeah. Because well, then, like I said, when we were talking to Janet, like Henry kind of disproves what he's proven, and he's kind of like bummed about it. He's
3: like, darn it.
1: Like, they, See, they're they opening up my case again. Yeah. Like, he wants it
3: closed. I looked at it more along the lines of Henry was not getting jealous, but he does mention, you know, their arms touched or whatever. To so I thought hair. Dunn was really there just to kind of stir things up in that avenue, I never thought that he was a person of interest. So you picked up on that. I picked up on the love <laughs> on the, aspect of it. Surprise. I mean, you would,
1: you would. <laughs> right? um, so basically, Morgan proves that Aaron did not rob the bank because yeah. of like left hand, right hand stuff.
3: He, he was le- pretending he to be
1: left a hand lefty. Hand. Yeah. yeah, I'm
3: a lefty. I could have done it. Are you? Yeah.
1: Well, aren't you special?
3: I am. <laughs> <laughs> then they go back
1: to the morgue. And Lucas, the, I, what are they smelling? Mask? Was it the bag of diamonds?
3: Oh, no, you're right. It was a mask. It
1: was Cause a it mask. Because was perspiration. I don't know where they found it.
3: I don't know. I missed that.
1: Let us know. I'm sorry.
3: Uh, but they and found the mask. it smells like pancakes. And it smells like pancakes, which is just gross. Right. But we learned to find that it's uh, somebody who has diabetes, their yeah. perspiration smells. And like while things. they're smelling masks... uh
1: uh, Martinez and Hanson are going through the DA files. They find a tape. They play it, and it's actually her husband interviewing Aaron.
3: It's very emotional. <laughs> it is very emotional. And I was hoping that it wouldn't show Sean that much, so that it would get to Martinez. But at the end, and when he
1: turns and and it's even more emotional because he's talking. He, he grabs a phone call from her and ta- is talking to her.
3: Ugh. It's a lot. It's a lot, and well, she
1: even has to leave the room. Yeah.
3: But then, yeah. Morgan watches.
1: comforts her, and, and knows, he, she knows he's always there for her. Oh, my gosh. But, it, I mean, I couldn't imagine Ugh. too
3: much. It is. So, but, yeah. Mas- Henry goes and follows... Well... G- what? I don't know. What are you saying? It's like she's getting, like, the gum out of yeah. the vending machine, and then he brings up the bag of diamonds. Mm. And then they... How'd they link it to Diego? So... Apparently,
1: smelling like, like syrup is a a, thing, a form of diabetes. A, a symptom, a of, symptom diabetes. of diabetes. I'm sorry. And then he, you know, they have the DA files just spread on the table. He sees a picture of Diego, and he has like something on his right, neck like a crease. Yeah, that is another symptom of diabetes. So they're like, okay, let's go check out Diego again. Dunn was not happy. He was like,
3: How did you how get did to you him?
1: Link it to Diego. Uh-huh. That's what. That's what you was kind of Okay, I get where you're going. I, okay, I get it. Then it. they go. Well, they go and track him down. Mm-hmm. And I also didn't like that he doesn't invite Morgan to go with them
3: because I think he's like he, no guns, no,
1: you know, only guns, guns and badges only. Yeah. Why doesn't he want him there? Because he keeps poking holes in his little cover-up. Smart. I just thought he was trying to protect him. But okay. I'm naive. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then they're at this, like, warehouse. And Hanson gets shot. And then Diego is shot. And I turn to
3: you and I go... Done shot them. Yeah. Because first of all, when you're going after oh, a suspect, you're you don't shoot to kill. Right. You shoot to kind of and get him like, to stop running and then you go in and question him. But shot in the heart. Yeah, he shoots him in the heart. Right through the heart. Like he was shooting to kill. Like right. he was on a mission. So uh
1: Dunn is still not looking good in our book. Nope. Um then they're they at the morgue, and they find they're, like, doing the autopsy on Diego, and they
3: find that he swallowed diamonds. And, okay, question. If you if you know that somebody was shot, do you still do an autopsy on them? I mean, don't you know that you, they died from a gunshot? I think you
1: still do. You still do, When Anna? it's a part of, like, such a, a, a murder case, maybe if it's – Yeah. I mean, if you're shot, it's probably not – it's probably foul play, so right. yes, probably
3: always – But I'm not sure. And he's like cut way open, so yeah, they look into his stomach, and they find a condom Condom. stuffed with diamonds swallowed, which would be awfully hard to do, I'd imagine. And Uh, then
1: they they take it to Abe because Abe is the expert of all things. Yes,
3: the diamond expert.
1: And um, he says that that he goes meh, yeah, meh,
3: meh, inclusions,
1: and why would you risk? getting caught robbing a jewelry store if the diamonds weren't really worth anything. Right. They were like crappy diamonds. Um and then he goes back to the horse but he just can't <laughs> let the horse go. Yeah. Um they go to the hospital to see Hansen cuz he had to have he had to have surgery, surgery or something. Something. stitched up or whatever. It, was. it went through and through but yeah. he was in a lot of pain. Right. Um They think they've kind of solved the case because it's like, Diego did it, but he's dead, so he can't talk.
3: Yeah. And Henry's not letting it go, and he brings up something in the hospital room, and Hanson makes up some sort of comment, so, oh, like, my pain medication's wearing off, please get the nurse. Joe goes away, and at this point, I thought that Hanson was going to say, like, Henry like Joe's door is red maybe he knew that I uh, thought that that was when that was going to come in but it was you know hey lay off the case this is really hurting again, her again seeing really the case. big brother
1: at, yeah. like relationship between him and Martinez, and
3: like the two of them together caring so much for yeah. Martinez is really cute it was like you know her it's her guys bodyguards. yeah it's her guys so cute.
1: Um, but so you, you know that he's not going to let it go right
3: And he never lets anything go no
1: um, so the next scene of him and Lucas, like back at the crime scene, and Lucas is like, just like the good old days. And <laughs> he's like, intro. wait, uh, yeah, we never did this before, but I'm still having fun. Yeah. Mano
3: a mano is what he says, right? Oh my
1: God. I love him.
3: So funny.
1: They're searching for the red. And then Lucas thinks it's like this red berry. And then Henry's like,
3: yeah, it's he's really like standing like at the door. The door is like behind him. He's them. like, oh yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, they go Knock. Whose door is Who's it? There? Joe Martinez, and obviously she, he can't lie to her, so he's like, "Yeah, we're still looking into this case. Sorry, because she's kind of trying to put it behind her. In her mind, Diego did it. It's done." Yeah. Um, we see another flashback here, and he's talking to the priest, and the priest believes him. He like he tells him his curse and. It's like, I think it shocked him that like, okay, someone will believe me because the wife didn't believe him. Exactly.
3: And this is kind of how it tied into Sean believing in Aaron when no one else would, mm-hmm. you know? Oh, that's, that's true. isn't that what the wife said? Like yeah. Sean was the only one that was really behind him and he believed in him when yeah. no one else would. So it kind of tied into the flashback of. Yeah, definitely. That.
1: Um, and then it goes to. Joe and Henry getting drinks because I think she's still like torn up that to obviously torn up about her husband, but then the case isn't over. And so she's still having to deal with
3: still there. And he even says, like, Joe, one day you have to deal with Sean's death. And she's like, I know, but just not tonight. Mm -hmm.
1: It was cute. It was another moment between them. Moments. Um, Moments they're back to uh the- they drink it up, right? <laughs> I love Abe standing over her with like a hangover remedy. Yeah, She's he's like, like, "This is a patented remedy. Like it has helped." <laughs> God, I love Abe. Yeah. And then he goes into the horse thing and and Henry's like, "Yeah, we got to go." That
3: desperation right there was classic. Yeah. We but go. but he, but uh Find it, please. Find, please. I need the horse. I need my horse
1: back. Um, but obviously, Abe is dropping bombs because he basically gives them the next break in the case. Because he's like the horse. They go into the insurance for the horse, uh-huh. and he's like, it's probably more more valuable stolen than. Here, here, right, and they're like, "Whoa, what about that concept?" You always concept? see those
3: light bulbs going <laughs> so, off, like, especially Henry. He like the diamonds
1: were really yeah. bad diamonds, so they're probably more valuable to the jewelry store owner Stolen. under the insurance policy mm-hmm. rather than selling them outright. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're playing with that that concept. Uh, Hansen comes to the. To the precinct. He's yeah. shot, so he's not, like, going out on any missions. Um, and he's like, if I was one inch to the left, this yeah. would have been a total... I would have been the client and not standing yeah. here right now. And in the meantime, Joe and Dunn are go. They're going to get the jewelry store owner, right? Yes. Phil. Phil. Phil Fleshman. Yeah. Fleshman, Fleshman. And that's when um, they, like, kind of recreate the
3: scene where
1: Hanson was and shot. Fine. And Lucas had,
3: rips off that bandy. He's like, sorry, I'm not used to dealing with living people. <laughs> with humans. Um, yeah, him. with
1: living humans. Yeah. Um, but they kind of realize that he couldn't have been shot by Diego because of the trajectory of the bullet. Right, the
3: angle that it went in because he was behind him. Mm-hmm.
1: Whatever. Dunn shot him. Yeah. Because I was right all along. You were right. Dunn's a bad dude. So they figure out, like, Joe's in the car with Dunn. Like, Going. Mm-hmm. What's happening? Yeah. There's another flashback real quick before we get to the end of the episode of um the priest's plan of why don't you just I t- when I he got in the asylum at the first place, I was like, Why doesn't he
3: just kill himself That's exactly what we've been saying. Yeah. Like if I had this curse, I'd be killing myself all the time just yeah. to get out of situations. Right. Like a Embarrassing bad moment <laughs> kill yourself and then
1: you just wake up <laughs> in some body of water. Yes. Um but maybe because he like had someone believe him. He was like more willing to do it. I don't know. It was so yeah, early on it, in the curse. Maybe he wasn't like sure how it worked. Yeah, that's true. I would have been a
3: little scared. What if it was a one-time thing? Yeah, <laughs> you never know. Around. But
1: alas, he he hangs himself. Yeah, and uh, he, I like how he actually didn't see it. We saw yeah. the shadow of him
3: disappearing. Yeah, which is, is kind of cool.
1: So I and the priest says like, if this works or when this works, you know, go somewhere far away and start over. And so that's probably what happened. Yeah. And I hope they pick up on that on, like, a future flashback of, like, Yeah, does where? he ever get the priest out? Like, that's what I mean. Like, does that come back? Yeah. Like, does he leave him? I don't know. Hmm. We'll see. Writers. Writers. <laughs> um, so, but we're in the, the car. car. chase. Well, <gasps> Dunn's in the car, and he kind of says something about Washington Heights. Yeah. Because he wasn't supposed
3: to know that
1: Joe lived there. Because right. he was a... Well, a DA,
3: a DA agent doesn't have his
1: address listed because right. he deals with so many criminals. So she picks up on some things, and then he realizes that she picked up on something. Yeah, things. he knows he slipped. And uh, he basically there, pulls out his gun, and he's like, well, this is going to have to happen. Right. Because you know. And
3: it's like so suave the way she takes out her little blue I know. Bluetooth. How did she do that? Yeah. I don't know if I could be that smooth. I could not be I'd that smooth. I'd probably too.
1: drop it. I'd be shaking. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, she secretly calls Henry. Henry and she, not talking to Henry, but talking to Henry through he- her talking to Dunn. Like, what's that address yeah. again? So now they know where she is, but you don't really, like, what's his, what's Dunn's plan? Like, what do you think he kill was going to do? Oh, Martinez, but like, hello, you know, everybody's not going to kill a cop. You don't think so? Why was the gun drawn at her? I think, well, he never planned on doing, like, He made a, like, he messed up by saying that. If he didn't say that, I think they would have driven to the jewelry store's place and maybe, like, she got shot in the line of duty or something. Oh, that little sneak. Dunn is not a good guy. But she knows, and then Henry comes up with this crazy idea, because, like, police are like 10 minutes away. They need to get to her right away. Yeah. You'll, you won't die if you crash into a barricade. a barricade. of water.
3: Right in the middle. Make sure it's Make in Make sure middle. it's 60 <gasps> miles an hour and right in the <laughs> middle. And Hanson is like, you could tell he's just worried. He's like, please tell me you know what you're doing. Like, don't. I mean, you're telling this girl to crash a car into a barricade. Not, I mean, yeah. Kind of scary. A little scary. Yeah.
1: It works out. She's safe. She has a couple bruises, well, little a couple, bruise on yeah. the hand. Um, but yeah, he's he's not okay. He apparently has broken bones. Yeah. But they catch the real guy behind it. Wait, so we know that Dunn is
3: okay. He didn't die. He didn't die. He was in medical holding. Okay, because she, you know, took a seatbelt off. So yeah. I thought maybe like he'd get shot out of the. Well, he the definitely got
1: hurt more than she did. Good, but kind of it. to wrap up why he was involved. Apparently, Dunn. Caught the jewelry store owner in an insurance scam, mm-hmm. but instead of arresting him, they recreated it and cut him into the profit. Right. So, so they, then hired Diego to, to, pretend, pretend, to pretend he was Aaron. Aaron to steal the diamonds. But then Aaron found out because the police were looking for Aaron. He smelled Aaron, the blue. Aaron went to confront them and he found out Dunn was a cop, so Dunn had to kill Aaron. Gotcha. It's very, in,
3: the very tangled web. <laughs> Janet, the writing was awesome in this one. It was very really good. great. Very good. Um, then there's a cute, another
1: cute moment between Hansen and um, and Martinez when he kind of invites her to
3: dinner. Yeah.
1: And she, obviously she she's like, go. I need to
3: go home. Like, Karen would love to see you, his wife. Yeah. And the, the boys. Mm-hmm. But but she goes home. She, she wants to have wants alone to,
1: time. She needs a face, and I was like, she's gonna watch more movies. And
3: this, I mean, I was in tears watching him say bye over the video over and over again.
1: But I think it was her saying bye too. Closure. It was closure.
3: Oh, because
1: gosh. you know, maybe we'll find out in a future episode. And I'm I'm getting into predictions way too early. But we we know he died from a heart attack. But I wonder if it was something more.
3: Well, we know that the last time that they talked, it was an argument. They went yeah. to bed angry. They never got to say goodbye. Yeah. So maybe
1: it's her saying, "I'm sorry, I loved you. Yeah, I love you."
3: Bye. And Henry's like, "No, you guys were in love. He knew that you loved him. It. it was yeah. just a normal he comes fight over that married and, couples have." And
1: com- and comforts her like always. But,
3: oh, that is my biggest fear is to like you know not see somebody or yeah. be in bad terms with someone that's why you should never get a bit angry with never, anyone I, just always be in peace yeah
1: but uh um, so it was a it was a good episode
3: i was it was a I, fantastic it was very multifaceted
1: because you mm-hmm. had the crime but like the the Hanson. i love the Hanson part obviously joe's husband's part um, we
3: had Abe in there. Abe, it was great. Yeah, there was a lot of points touched in this one. I love I it.
1: Loved it. Loved it. Well guys, don't forget to check us out on iTunes. Um, yes. we want five stars, as always. Five, five, five. Um, but After Buzz has so many after shows you can check out. I think they do like 90 shows a week. So, um, there's tons of stuff you can listen to and watch. And then of course, you can check us out on YouTube. We check those comments every yes, week. Yes, we do. Let we us know love what you them. think um suggestions if we messed anything up if we left anything out of course any sh- any songs for our um after show we always need sh- songs with forever we do. And, um, oh, yeah
3: so we're running out
1: um but yes let us know we love uh hearing from you and i think it's time to do predictions mm.
0: and now your after buzz tv predictions
3: oh man Stephen's really Ooh. leaving these up for a long <laughs> time. <laughs> what do you think? Um, okay. So next week we see Adam. Or sorry, not next week. Uh, February, February 3rd. 3rd. So we have a couple weeks off, guys. Um, but so we see Adam come back. He wants something to do with Abe, and I'm not I'm having concerned. that. I'm really, yeah, I'm scared. Um, something with them. I don't, yeah. I really don't know. There's so much that can happen. Yeah. Um, but maybe Henry. Turning really protective of Abe and just doing something crazy. Like yeah. whatever it takes to keep Abe safe.
1: Well, and I think uh, that will tie into the flashbacks because we see that they run into like some Nazi art and maybe Nazi dealers and we are like history repeating uh-huh. itself because Abe, they found Abe um, in a concentration camp yeah. during World War II when they were working. So I think it's kind of weave back and forth between, like, present day dealing with the Nazis and past
3: dealing with Yeah, them. maybe Adam is the killer in the next episode. Like, he frames, I
1: don't know. I don't know. But I think it's going to be good because I think Abe will play a big part yeah. in, in kind of the flashbacks.
3: I'm excited to see Adam again, as creepy as he is. Well, and he was
1: very like vulnerable in the um in the promo. He was just like sitting on a bench. Like every t- other time that we've seen Adam, he's either like attacking someone or he's like in a passing taxi or behind a like a glass yeah, door. Yeah, he's always like one step ahead. Yeah. yeah, and so like he's he doesn't have a clear exit. He's just like sitting on a mm. bench in the middle of a park. But he also can't die, so it's like, what's going to happen? That's the thing. He thinks he's untouchable. Yeah. That's the problem. Yeah. I don't know if it's a problem, but I think it's a problem.
3: (laughs) I want Abe to hurt him. Maybe. I want him to, like, just tie him down and, like, torture him. Like, Janet
1: says that we're not going to (sighs) know. Like, we were not going to expect the the twist. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, Where can our lovely viewers find you on social media? You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Pegarad. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Kate Aquilano. We keep it simple. Oh yeah, totally. Just as, our names. Our, as our Twitter <laughs> handles. Thanks, guys, for watching. Uh, two weeks off. Yep, February third, we'll be back. February third, we'll be back. Same time, same place. Uh, we're looking forward to it. Bye, guys.
0: From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network.